0: Right, ready. Yep. Welcome
1: to the Rumpus Room. Hey, everybody, how's it going out there? It's the boys from the Midwest back kicking it here in the Rumpus Room, and let's hit him with a takeaway message of the day.
0: So, I want to talk a little bit about resiliency, and I've been thinking. you know, what do resilient people do every day and trying to identify how I can bring that into my life a lot more just because obviously with the times, there's a lot more need for resiliency just personally for me. Um, I've been dealing with, as just like everybody, we've had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of balls in the air. So how do you show up every day and maneuver these challenges and still be whole. Uh, that's been a big focus of mine. So, you know, just three things. And this is, so somebody that I really like following, uh, I read his book, it's called Barking Up the Wrong Tree. His name's Eric Barker. And he has uh, a really great book I would read. I recommend that one. Um, and what he has been sending out is I'm on his email list. And I think this thing he talks about is three things resilient people do every day. And it's one of these articles that we kind of make fun of, but I really think it's pointed and it hit a chord with me, uh, because I've been focusing on it the last couple of weeks and it's been allowing me to progress farther along my to-do lists. Uh, I've taken less things personal and I just think it's eliminated a lot of fear in decision-making and action. So the first step of three is making sure you have goals. And the goals are very specific. And I know everybody talks about establishing goals, but you know, a big thing is you just have to have them and make sure every day you review them. And this is something that I always roll my eyes I always used to roll my eyes at, but once i found myself in these situations where there's a lot of pressure, it's a good north true north to kind of take in and say all right i really need to focus on something today and get something done so what are the main things that i need to do so that's been i've been revisiting that and the next thing that goes along with goals is when you establish these goals it's it's agency and i know this is kind of like the thing adam and i talk a lot about on this cast is you know how do we switch to more ownership and one of the things that I've been focusing on, and instead of saying, you know, I want a million dollars, it's I choose. So it's different language. I choose to do this. I choose and make making it more of an action that I select and I determine I want to do. So that's been really good. Uh, Another thing too is this thing that again I used to roll my eyes at, but it's remind yourself of past successes, and this increases the feeling of progress. So I think back when I'm about to have a call, a sales call, I think back to the instances where I did really well and I try to generate that feeling into my body. And so it's how do you take that moment and uh, implement it, implement that state. So change my state from doom and gloom to something of uh, you know, so being successful. And I think that is really good. Um, and so that's kind of the last one, which is it's pathways. So making sure that you establish this pathway, um, you can control your emotions and then just know that when plans fail, it's not, it's not me, it's just the plan. So those are three things. So it's goals, agency, and pathways. And these are three things that resilient people do. And I think it was a very timely message for me and it's allowed me to you know, show up every day with a little different, attitude and start to uh, understand there's a lot of swirl and how do i uh you know continue to progress forward every day so that's the takeaway message of the day a little longer but i i think it's been really really mindful for me
1: that's great uh i'm out walking around uh downtown minneapolis right now and i'm down by the mississippi river and there are a unusual amount of tents popping up. So a lot of people living down by the river. There's a chopper flying overhead. Um, <laughs> you can probably hear that in the background. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, I can understand wanting to concentrate on ways to be resilient because I think uh, a lot of our traditional ideologies or expectations about what it means to be alive are really being challenged right now, which is a, um, it's a great thing and it's a, and it's a chaotic thing. Um, And so what I like about that message is you're talking about how to kind of reduce or focus into the things that you have control over because right now um, control, the feeling just seems extraordinarily um, inaccessible. Uh, and you've got restrictions from the government the coronavirus, you've got curfews on cities for riots. Uh, I noticed it in myself that I'm like grasping at these short-term battles for control, particularly with my significant other, just because I feel like um, mo- much of my control has has been seemingly stripped from me right um mm-hmm. and whether that's good or bad or whatever it doesn't really matter it's just that's that's the feeling um and uh it's just been a it's been a tumultuous few weeks obviously we gotta recognize the uh injustice against you know the unlawful killing of an unarmed black man and then you know we've gotta talk about the damage to public property that unfortunately comes along with, you know, people trying to get a message out. So, uh, I mean, it's just been a really challenging, challenging uh, situation for people to think about how to come together. And I mean, uh, from posting on social media, are you doing the right post? Are you using the hashtag? It's just, it's kind of mind numbing. Um, And I understand that it's a, position of privilege to say right now this is mind numbing because perhaps a lot of people uh you know african americans may say that they've been in this mind numbing state forever so you know maybe it's maybe it's appropriate but uh that is neither here nor there and and not me to be the one to say what it is or should what it should or should not be but um i i want to talk more about like the pace of change because what has become most fascinating for me i have even just i go outside and i go outside and i can hardly even believe that it's warm i feel like the weather has been just boom on top of it Mm -hmm. versus walking around in a parka all the time and then all of a sudden it's like summer is here um and it's just another thing that's very exemplary of like the pace of change for the past three, four months has been, has been remarkable. And I, I feel exhausted. I've been working myself a lot, which has been what, something that's keeping me sane throughout some of the turmoil. But um, I just think it's, it's wild to think about how quickly we really can institute change, how quickly change really can go about, how quickly we can redefine race relations, how quickly we can redefine the working day um, I mean, this has just been a spring of like, it feels, I, I I don't know what the Arab Spring felt like in terms of the uprising, but I do know that, you know, this is an example of one of those pivotal times, um, and it's, it's just been, uh, the pace of change has been on my mind.
0: Yeah, you know, and I've seen the pace of change, uh, like we talked talking about, it's just being redefined. And we're trying, I think the question is, is, are we going to keep this up, you know, and is this the new norm? You know, are we, and I think, you know, we both are in the healthcare industry. So when you're in, in a time like this and you see a whole business model being changed in months, you know, these things in an entrenched environment like healthcare, it, it would take years, if not decades to make significant changes. So I was talking to uh, a provider with Mayo, which is considered to be one of the top healthcare organizations in the entire world. And I would argue in parts of it, it is, you know, it is some of the most forward thinking research, their telemedicine. So, you know, doctors on video platform was stationed to be live 2030. (laughs) So they are now live with their telemedicine platform and that's 10 it was a 10-year plan of transition and it is now live and in effect so you think of the amount of change in an organization of that size to shift it's pretty remarkable so i think we're redefining i think in humanity the capabilities we all have to change and it is completely exhausting uh and i think that's kind of the the one of the things I've taken away from this time is how do I remove my, it's very exhausting to work. And then how do I keep myself sane? And that's why this resiliency thing has been, you know, going for walks like you're doing, Uh, you know, it's just, it's more of a visceral thing that we need to focus on. And I really think some of these things definitely need to happen. And I reiterate what you said about, um, what's happening all over the country where we, you know, we support it. We're, we're probably, um, we, we are in a different position to, to understand the problem and what's happening. And I think I can totally see it and hear it. And I, you know, I want to make sure that the the voice is heard. So I'm glad people are taking this on. And I, I really think, uh, progress is good and we are all for progress and making things better. And I think that's really where we want this to end up is we want everybody to, to feel like they're heard and feel like they have a voice. And that's, you know, the beauty of what a democracy is, is we can establish change and enact change. And that's something that we hope continues. And I think that's the the reason why we love the country we live in and of course it is not perfect i mean there's not a perfect situation out there um and i think we're challenging our system right now and i think in my experience that is really the only way we can make true change and we can really go in and make um, some type of impact and i i really you know, we are redefining how we live as a species and how do we interact with each other and what does respect mean? And we're, we're taking on some pretty big issues right now. <laughs> um, how do you run a health system with uh, concern for a disease that could have a massive impact on an entire population? How do you adjust an economy to that? Uh, these are or, big- Or a minimal yeah. impact. Or, or we're finding out minimal impact. That's (laughs) is this the test run that Bill Gates wanted us to have?
1: (laughs) Yeah, convenient.
0: I hope Um, we learn from this right now. Um, You know, I
1: just that's a great point that you bring up. Yeah, and it's for me. It's I've been thinking about the pace of change and. I have a sense that people are going to get tired and people are going to, um, you know, who knows if we're still going to be on this level of like um, high vibrational activity, you know, like Mm -hmm. tons tons of action. Like how long is that sustainable? Because on one hand, it would be remarkable if this energy level was kept up Think about what a population could do, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we've tackled these two huge – we we haven't tackled, but we've approached the topic of how do we make positive change on two items, excessive use of police force um, and, you know, health care and race relations, I guess, really. But um, these – like, will – will we continue this pace of, of of pushing? And I'm sure a lot of people would be really happy if we did. I mean, I wonder, I I, I don't know. I, on one hand, I think about Elon. And I think about like, if this is like a kind of example of how quickly human beings can either, one, get your shit together to get organized. Even if you're getting your shit together and organizing around ideas that are um, like, Counter scientific, like in a lot of the coronavirus stuff, or how quickly people can organize around social change. It's like you could do a you could do a lot of amazing things if this pace of change continued and people continued this um, this high vibrational energy. Or it'll be really fascinating to see if, like, in two months, people are just exhausted and nothing happens, and we go back into the way that things are or is it going to usher in a new age of and not even a new age but like is it going to usher in a different way of how people go about organizing around things that are problems right because we're in either case in the george floyd justice justice for george floyd or in the coronavirus what you've seen is massive mobilization in a very short amount of time which has tremendous power and like i think that's so cool because it shows that human beings have it within themselves to like rise up against systems that aren't necessarily in their benefit so um will we continue will that energy continue or will it be lost on have we blown the last shell so to speak you know like i don't know really hard to see because I myself am tired um (laughs) and it could just be my work schedule or whatever and maybe it's just I need a relaxing weekend but um it's been it's been four months of like burning the candle at both ends you know Mm -hmm. which is good it's good so I don't don't want to be go ahead
0: well I was just going to say and that's how a lot of these things get done is just a massive amount of work in a short amount of time. Um, You think about, you know, it's funny, you say Elon Musk, we launched the first commercial spacecraft with humans, Um, you know, during this, this, uh, this time. And you think of what Elon has accomplished. I don't, after reading about him, I don't think he is like a human. I think he's more closer to a robot. But do, that means that humans have the capability to be more like he is and get the amount of things done. So um, I don't. I think everybody is capable of doing what Elon Musk is doing. I just think he has, you know, had a lifetime of experiences that we all haven't had. So uh, that's the why. That's why the way he is. But I still think, you know, this this pace of change. It'll be interesting to see if we can keep it up, and if we can, we will get a lot done. <laughs> <laughs> There'll, There'll be a lot. lot.
1: There'll be a lot. That's good. Yeah,
0: a lot of progress. We're gonna we're going to make a lot of change, um, and I think you were talking earlier how your life has been. You said boring, and I think mine has been more of the same. Where you know what I qualify that as, I'm been very focused on just a few things and really doing only those things. You know, it's not. It hasn't been a lot of travel. I mean, has been any travel? It hasn't been much other than work and uh, sleep and work and sleep um, and and try to relax on the weekends and get some deep breaths and do things that give me some space. Uh, but that's that's uh, like this boring thing you were talking about earlier is is interesting too that
1: it comes with this pace of change. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's the only way that you can counterbalance the pace of change is to have absolute utter monotony on the other side, because you need sort of a balance. And like, if we had the ability to go out and socialize and be doing everybody's regular old things, um, you don't have that, uh, you don't have that latent energy, right? You don't have that. Uh, so, you know, we've retreated to our routines as, as these, safe havens of like well it's just it's boring like it's been monotonous it's boring but at the same time um been very productive got a lot done Uh, and and so i think it kind of comes with par for the course and i perhaps that's the answer that once these schedules start to open up a little more in terms of loosening of coronavirus restrictions and people going back to the way it was maybe that will be true of some of this pace of change, as well, so maybe you will start to see a slow to a palpable slowdown in you know the next month or two mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and it's know. interesting you know so i've I watched the first few iterations of the documentary on Michael Jordan, and to see the work ethic that that guy had is unbelievable, so you know, the, his first interaction with the Bulls uh, when he was on a weekend trip is they were all in their hotel room partying, and he walked in there and, you know, said, like, oh, this is where you guys all are, and he walked out, and he said, that is going to get in the way of what I want to accomplish in my life, and all of his teammates remembered him. They said all he'd drink is orange juice, and he – you know, just to see the type of commitment he had towards the organization and towards his goals. I mean, he is another talk about driven individual, uh, but the way he approached things and everybody had so much respect for him and for uh, how he handled all of the situations. And it was, it's a really interesting thing because you don't see that side of, Michael Jordan you know you don't you don't really understand how he did what he did because he accomplished uh, some of the most you know in terms of athletically but also from a business side you think of the brand he established at Nike uh, like none other and and that's the same type of commitment he brought there Um, and his life wasn't as you know fast and high flying like Dennis Rodman was the one that was taking private jets to Las Vegas he wasn't (laughs) so (laughs) You know, it's it's interesting in somebody that built a franchise like him, how he handled these types of change. And, and that is uh, uh, just a true sign of, of leadership. And, you know, it's an interesting thing, and I would encourage anybody to watch that um, if they've got some time. It's just uh, – it was a good way for me to digest some, some sa- Sunday, Saturday morning uh, time to, to hang out.
1: But um, it's uh, like your point on resiliency, he was about the most resilient there ever was. Uh, Relentless as well would be a good word, but resilience is kind of just like um, relentlessness without uh, action, right? Relentless is like continued action all the time continued resilient action mm-hmm. and and resiliency is kind of like action is being done to you and you're staying resilient you know mhm yep and yeah so i i like the idea of being relentless <laughs> mhm sounds relentless like something i want to relentless is such I a great
0: be. word relentless is such an awesome word and it's so funny because you know i'm I, I've talked about this in previous podcasts. Sales is such a complicated part of building a business. And, you know, one one guy that I respect, his name is Naval Ravikant. He talks about there's two skills that you can have out in the world. You can have a build you can be a builder and be a very good builder and you have to partner with a seller, or you can be a seller and be one of the best sellers or you can be both of them and then be the you know the wonder kids of the of the world and building these massive business but he said you know i've been talking to all these great sales trying to figure out what do they do that's really that really separates them and relentless is the word they use <laughs> and they just say you have to always make calls and continue to call and continue to call and not take it personal and it's just a great thing to revisit so I love the word relentless too. It's a, it's a great
1: word. Yeah. Uh, in this time, um, it feels to me like, uh, resiliency is, uh, is important. And then, you know, being relentless with yourself, being relentless with your mission, with your passion is, uh, is really important. And, um, if you're, you know your relentless passion happens to be something that's in the public eye right now I mean, it's a great opportunity. Uh, Health care is a good example for us Caused a lot of quick change. I mean right now There's a lot of energy around police brutality and race relations So I mean if that's your passion one would have to believe now is a really great time um, mm-hmm. And so Get your sleep you know <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna need it and I've just yep. been feeling like that I've just been feeling like that So I mean I've been sleeping like a freaking rock
0: that's great that's a Ugh. great sign <laughs> it is have, yeah have yeah. you been doing anything differently uh in in your sleep or is it just you've been filling up your day full
1: yeah I just get to the end of the day and got so little uh, gas left in the tank that it's just like oh I cannot wait <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that's a that's a good thing and it's funny uh for me when i get older i really realize what tired actually means um and i was talking to my cousin who just had a a baby and he said just wait till you realize uh what you can do on a couple hours of sleep <laughs> he said that's, yeah. the next, that's your next project uh so it's been it's been uh it's the challenges will never stop in life and i think you know, resiliency and relentless, well, relentlessness are great things, and I, you know, it's actually talking about this on the cast has been helping me kind of get around my thoughts of how to handle some of this stuff.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, it helps to certainly helps to sort it out, um, and take that time away to you know um, to digest, uh, to have that to have that ability to reflect. That's that's critical as well. Yeah, it really
0: is. You know, we're, we're in a really important time for our, our uh, country, our humanity. And, you know, we need all the effort and energy and uh, positivity that we can get. Um, And we need, you know, to make sure that this, uh, the things get done that we, we really want, want to happen. And like you said, people, we've got a lot of different things we're pushing for and, you know, you know, it was interesting. I was on a call the other day and he said, was well, send me some positive vibes. And it's, uh, you know, I really like that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get some stuff done and make sure we can enact some change here. So I think it's a good, good message. Anything else? Yeah.
1: No, well, that's all we got for you today, folks. Tune in next week when we're we kicking it here again, the rumpus room.